You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the Valentine's Views podcast for Wednesday, April 13. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. A little bit later on, I have a really special interview for you that that I'm really uh, happy to be able to bring to you, and that is with David Morris of QB Country. Morris, of course, is the uh, quarterback trainer for Giants quarterback Daniel Jones and uh, and was... Uh, kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time. So we'll be bringing you that interview uh, here shortly. First, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the upcoming 2022 NFL Draft. We are currently in uh, the 30-man prospect visit stage of the NFL Draft season as uh, we're a couple of weeks away from the beginning of the actual draft. And and people get crazy about which prospects come in to visit teams and which prospects don't. And and I can't get all worked up about who comes in to visit. The Giants have brought in a lot of running backs. They've brought in James Cook of Georgia. They've brought in Brees Hall of Iowa State. They've brought in a couple of other running backs. They've brought in a lot of, uh, of the top guys. They've brought in Tyler Linderbaum of Iowa as an offensive lineman, they've brought in Icky Equinu of NC State. They've brought in Evan Neal. They've brought in Charles Cross. They're doing their due diligence. I know that uh, today on Wednesday, Aiden Hutchinson of Michigan is supposed to be in to visit the Giants. I believe on Thursday, Oregon edge rusher Kayvon Thibodeau is supposed to meet with the Giants. I just can't get all worked up about what guys visit, what guys don't visit. These guys are uh, making the rounds, visiting NFL teams. NFL teams are are doing what they're supposed to do at this point. If they have questions about players who might be available to them or they might be interested in, then they bring these guys in for visits, see how they mesh in the locker room, see what they're like in a one-on-one setting gives them another opportunity to get to know some of these guys. I just can't read a whole lot into it. Giants have also met with guys like Cincinnati cornerback Sauce Gardner, Georgia edge defender Trayvon Walker. They've met with a lot of guys. Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. So I just can't look at it and say, oh, that means they're going to draft that guy. Or that means the fact that a guy doesn't come in to visit means, oh, they're not interested in that guy. Teams are using these visits to 
bring guys in, get to know them a little better, see if they can answer more questions about players who might be available to them, who they might still have some unanswered questions about. One of the things to remember is that new head coach Brian Dable did not do a lot of traveling when it came to uh, to the the pro days, to uh, all the uh, the uh, the the senior bowl things like that. So this is a great opportunity to bring some of these prospects in and and see how they mesh with the head coach. You know, prior to uh, prior to the NFL draft. So I just uh, you know you'll notice at Big Blue View that we. Don't go crazy reporting, oh, so-and-so is visiting on Tuesday, so-and-so is visiting on Thursday, because this is just the normal course of business in the NFL. I'm not going to get crazy and draw assumptions about a player X visited, so that has to mean something. Player Y visited, so that has to mean something else. Sam Howell visited, so that means the Giants are going to take a quarterback in the second round. So I, I just I won't make those assumptions. I can't get all fired up about it. I know it's kind of cool to see on Twitter who's visiting and who's not visiting and, and and who's going where and and speculate about what all that means. I just I just hate to play that game. So you won't find uh, you won't find me getting all fired up because a certain player visited. Uh, the Giants in in East Rutherford. All right, Giants fans, let's uh, let's get to the interview that I did with David Morris of QB Country as we talk about uh, Daniel Jones. All right, Giants fans, I'm joined now by David Morris of QB Country, and if you're not familiar, David uh, is the off-season quarterback trainer that's worked with uh, with Giants quarterback Daniel Jones for a number of years. And David, thank you very, very much for, for hopping on, spending a little bit of time. You bet. Happy hey, to be here. So, so I was going to ask you, you know, how much work you're doing with Daniel these days. And, and, and just so happens that this morning, you know, a, a tweet flashed across my, my timeline that, uh, it looks like Daniel working, you know, uh, working out with with you or, or some of your guys. So you've been doing some work with him lately. Yeah. Yes. I uh, saw Daniel a couple of weeks ago and uh, uh, up at up in North Carolina. And, um, you know, he's he's a guy that that I've trained for a long time, kind of dating back all the way to, I think, his 10th grade year in high school. And the guy that, um, yeah, that we, we you know, we're, we're, we were really uh, close friends and, um, and, and have trained him for a long time and excited for him. And, um, you know, this, this, uh, this year and, and this off season, and it, we've been, been fortunate to spend a lot of time around each other. So, uh, excited for Daniel. I'm curious at this point in Daniel's career, what, uh, you know, what kind of things can you guys work on in the off season? Everything, you know, you kind of start over every off season and you ultimately are trying to figure out, uh, ways to grow and really when you look back at it at any year there's there's um there's room to grow uh and you know in every area so i think you know when you're getting into an off season you kind of get back to fundamentals and you get back to to basics and you get back to um foundations and so you know we're somewhat early in the off season and so that's kind of you know kind of kind of where we are i i'm just curious 
I think we know where the Giants are at this point. Daniel's heading into his fourth year. We we know the decisions that the Giants are are facing, you know, going forward. And and I'm just curious how you feel, you know, as, as you try to assess Daniel's first three seasons in, as an NFL player. I think I think, <clears throat> I think he's had a good um, start to his career. I mean, like any like any quarterback in this league um you know you, there's going to be uh, moments you want back and there's going to be a lot of uh, growth that happens and as you grow you experience both you know good and bad and that's just part of the natural progression I think there's been some incredible moments and I think there's been some moments that he wants back and you know I think more than anything um you know just this year trying to trying to build on uh, the last couple years and, and stay healthy and and, and and keep leading this team and, and growing and the natural progression for guys is um, is to make a little bit of progress each year and I think he's done that um, and you know I think he's excited about uh, the opportunity and the challenge that this year brings. I know that there are people in the fan base and and some in the media that 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 have already quote unquote given up on the idea that Daniel can be a really good NFL quarterback. Uh, Personally, I think it's I think it's way too early to do that. Um, you still, I would assume, feel really good about the arc of his career and where it could go. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, in my opinion, he's he's kind of uh, when I look at the guy that's heading into year four, you're kind of just getting going, and so um, I, I think that he's um, going to continue to. Uh, evolve and grow and mature and progress. And, and, uh, he's, he's, you know, as he does every off season, he's uh, doing everything he can to, to do that. And, and for you is, is one of his strengths. We know what the New York market is like. We know what the media is like. We know all the, all the things that, that get written and said, um, for you is, is one of his strengths, his ability to, uh, to sort of block all that out and just try to do what he has to do. Absolutely. You, you can't, you can't listen to what, you know, anybody says really um, mm-hmm. the most important thing. The only thing that matters is, is the people inside that locker room. And so there, you, you know, you, you, you know, it, in this position that um, ultimately you are uh, part of your job is to, is to um, block out distractions and you become, it becomes just part of your everyday um, you know, life that, that you just don't listen to, to those type of things. And, uh, you know, and then the other, other side of the coin is when things are rolling, you don't want to be listening to all the, the hype and praise either. It's just you can always want to stay on level ground and understand you can always, we, we, we say you're always an inch away, you know, an inch away from being pretty darn good and an inch away in that moment right there, you're an inch away from being, you know, um, you know, exposed, right. And kind of, uh, you know, off. And so at your highest moments, you're an inch away from being, you know, uh, you know, inconsistent or off. Right. And in your worst moments, you're an inch away from being really good. And I think as long as you can kind of understand that that's the reality of this game and, and the position and how much of a fine line it is, then you can always stay on level ground and, and be confident on either side of that coin. I'm curious, and I don't want to ask you to to knock anybody or praise anybody or, or whatever, but I'm curious how you reacted, what your thought was 
when you, I assume you saw the comment that John Mara made earlier in the off season that, you know, the giants as a franchise have, have basically done everything possible to screw Daniel up or to make things harder on Daniel in his first three years. I'm just curious if you had any thought when you read that. I mean, I think anytime you can self-evaluate and self-critique and, and, and take the blame, I think that's what, I think that's what leaders do. I think that's, you know, I, I, I like that he said that I, I don't, you know, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that anybody, you know, would say, um, you, you know, I, I think any leader would really respect that comment. Um, I think it's, it's easy to point fingers. You know, it's easy to say it's someone else's fault. I, I think it's, I think it's hard. And I think it's, it's a lost art of people saying that's on me. And, you know, look, whether, whether, you know, that's way that, that conversation is way above my pay grade, but I just respect uh, the ability to take responsibility. Uh, and, you know, I'll tell you this, you know, um, you know, Daniel and, uh, you know, would, would, you know, take responsibility too. And, you know, he looks at things the same way. Right. And that's just what really high level character, high level leaders do is they, they say, Hey, look, man, I, I, I want to get better. You know, it's, it's on, it's on me. And, it, and then if everybody has that attitude, then all of a sudden you're really, you know, you're really onto something. And, uh, I, but I respect Mira for saying that. And, um, you know, I think that it's, uh, uh I think there's something to that. There's, there's a deep, that's a humble comment. And, um, and one that I think that, uh, is, is to me again, you know, um, uh, got the top talking like that is, uh, I, I really respect it. I really do. Yeah. And, and to his credit, as you mentioned, Daniel has, you know, in his own reaction to that comment, you know, he took responsibility for, for the fact that the giants haven't scored enough points and, and which I expected him to do. And, and, and as you said, I respect him for, for, for doing that as well. Um, I did, I did want to ask you um, if you have any familiarity with Brian Dable, Mike Kafka, and, uh, and if you think those guys can be good for Daniel in his career. You know, uh, we've had a couple guys uh, that, that that played in Buffalo uh, with Dayball. Uh, I know him a little bit from his time at Alabama, but not not super. Um, you know, we're not super connected necessarily. I have a lot of respect for how he's gotten to where he is. Um, he's earned every inch. Uh, you know, and he's he's proved that he can do it in about any environment and and domain. And so I think that you know this this task and opportunity and challenge is something that you know he's super excited about uh and you know i think his offense is one that's proven that it's exciting to watch um it takes advantage of space and um it lets you know put it, it puts the ball in playmakers hands and you know that's that's how you win games and david last thing for you uh, the the draft is coming up you have three guys i think uh, quarterbacks in this class who are probably going to be drafted just uh, I'm just curious if you uh, if you wouldn't mind just just talking about those three guys real quickly yeah so we actually have four uh and so I missed one yeah, <laughs> I missed good. one you're good. it's cool I mean like these guys are projected all over the place and and we know better than 
uh, most that, you know, projections don't matter. But so, so uh, we, so Cole Kelly is at Southeastern Louisiana, um, really well coached down there, <clears throat> won the Walter Payton Award, uh, had an incredible career, started his career at Arkansas. I think he ends up getting drafted. Um, he's an FCS guy, but uh, really talented, big, strong, uh, really talented guy. Um, you got uh, Bailey Zappi, who broke all the you know NCAA passing records at Western Kentucky, um, who you know you know threw over six thousand yards and over sixty touchdowns last year, the biggest year in college football history. Incredible competitor, incredible you know accuracy, toughness, grit. Uh, started at Houston Baptist and just you know really just fought and fought and fought and kind of um, you know got himself to this position to where. You know, there's a lot of buzz about Bailey Zappi right now, um, you know, in, in a guy that's, I think, going to have a long NFL career. Reminds me of that Gardner Minshew, you know, Nick Mullins, more just a dealer, uh, just a guy that can really, you know, put the ball in the right spots. Uh, Caleb Ellaby at Western Michigan, um, a guy that's just really talented, you know, can, can throw it with anybody. Um, had, a, had a good year this past year, uh, you know, ends up beating Pitt last year and I uh, think Pitt, you know, Pitt doesn't lose that game. They probably in the college football playoff, um, you know, had, had a, had a good uh, first half, you know, against Michigan. And a lot of people say, Hey man, that may be the most talented guy on the field in that game. You know, there's, there's some other good players there, but uh, you know, Caleb Ellaby is a guy that can throw it and, and really talented passer, um, you know, excited about him and, and everything he's got going on. Sam Howell, is our last uh, quarterback and a guy that we've trained for a long time. Anthony Boone has really kind of led his training. Um, uh, they've trained together since early high school days, kind of similar to me and Daniel. And I'm um, just really proud of Sam. Um, you know, you look at Sam's career, it's hard to say that there's a better quarterback prospect in this draft than Sam Howe. In fact, we think he's the top quarterback prospect in this draft. Uh, when you look at body of work, he's got the most consistent body of work, you know, um, you know, year in, year out. He's played incredible competition um, even this year, you know, and he had a good year. That first game was something he went, would went back, but like he had an incredible, you know, career, four to one touchdown interception ratio, a pinpoint passer. Um, the guys in the locker room absolutely love him. He's a warrior. He loves ball and that's all he's about is football. And so, um, just an incredible class. Uh, we, we feel honored to be a part of, you know, their process and getting ready for the draft and uh, really excited about all four of those guys. And, and really, you know, the opportunity that's ahead, um, they get it, man. These guys get it. They're well-raised. They understand that this is an incredible blessing and privilege. And, and therefore that, you know, there's, there's been not one step or one day where I felt like any of them, took advantage of the process or got lazy, you know I mean? Like they're just locked in kids and um, they understand that this is a unique moment and maybe a defining moment. Right. And so just the preparation and the, the focus and uh, the attention to details has been really impressive. All right, David, thank you very, very much for a few minutes. Always, always appreciate uh, you giving us some of your time. You bet. Edward. All right, man. Giants fans, that's our show for today. We thank you, as always, for listening. Please subscribe to Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a uh, give us a review if you can. Also, please uh, you know check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. 
follow us at uh, at bigblueview.com join the community if if for some reason you haven't done that already so that you can comment and discuss uh, giants topics and, and and our content at bigblueview.com all right giants fans please remember stay safe out there take care of each other and we'll talk to you soon bye-bye first thing in the morning as soon as you wake up the to-do list starts does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.